Welcome to Thriving in Midlife Podcast, where we are learning to rise and live beyond mediocre. For women in their 40s and 50s, join this community to become the best version of yourself. I'm Cheryl Esch, the creator of this podcast, with the desire to see all women in their 40s and 50s live to their fullest potential. So let's get started with today's episode. Well, hello, my lovely friends. Welcome back to Thriving in Midlife. I need to apologize for being inconsistent these past two weeks or so um, with my posting. There's been a lot of transition going on in my life, and I know I am not alone in this. And there are many seasons in our lives where life seems to be in an upheaval or it seems to be in limbo and that that's sort of that's how I'm feeling right now so there's some transitions that are happening so when you're moving really from you know one space in life um, to a new phase or a new season in life there's this in-between time that gets a little mucky it gets a little muddy and we feel discombobulated and because we've lost our routines. We've lost the way it used to be or what we were accustomed to. And we're moving into maybe a new way of living or a, just a new phase in our lives. And that could look like many things. It can look like maybe you have a new job and so there's a new transition, a new phase, a change. Um, or maybe you want to change jobs so that creates a whole nother transitional phase Uh, maybe you've moved and so you're in a different space you're trying to acclimate to your new surroundings and such Uh, maybe you've changed family dynamics have changed maybe you've sent a kid off to college or they've moved out Um, there could be many reasons it could also be that again family dynamics change and that it's just a whole different living situation and so that's where I find myself personally but I know that this message can apply to anybody that might be going through transitions and even if that's not you right now I'm sure in your life there will be times when you will be transitioning to a new phase Um, and it does happen quite a bit for us in midlife because things are changing. Um, we're also going through, a, of course, physical changes. So there's that to contend with. So we're going from a woman that maybe has regular periods and we are just going along, um, not struggling maybe with our weight yet, you know, and we're just maybe in that perimenopause. But maybe you transitioned over to more leaning towards that menopause and things are unstable unsure in even your physical body and your physical life well I'm here to speak um, from a personal level but also to provide some grounding advice when you find yourself in these transitional periods of your life how do you deal with them how do you find 
grounding in yourself so that you don't feel completely chaotic in every aspect of your life. So for me, um, this transition has been uh, multifold, to be honest. Um, I think I have experienced, you know, when they take those tests that they give you for like how many stressors are in your life. Um, I have almost all of them. Uh, I think the only thing that is not on that list for my stressors was, um, thankfully, I haven't lost a loved one. And I know that is high on that stress uh, level. So, you know, I've moved. Um, I'm also not in permanent housing. I'm in temporary housing. I'm actually living in an RV, which is a whole nother story. Um, I'm starting, I've started kind of a new job. However, it's, it's not permanent. So it's kind of, again, that transitional kind of period. Um, so I'm also in temporary housing. I'm transitioning there and where I'm living. I'm transitioning in my relationships as far as uh, with my children and even now uh, with my spouse so kind of that all has been changing and evolving Uh, there's kind of a new season um, ahead for me which I'm excited for but it's been chaotic I'll be honest it's been um, there's been no sense of permanency. There's been no sense of uh, just feeling um, like I can settle and and plant roots. You know, we all want to have that feeling of planting roots. And it, and granted, I love to be um, spontaneous and travel and do all that kind of stuff. Um, but there comes a time when we all want to be able to, in you know, an analogy aspect, be able to unpack our bags, so to speak, right? And plant our our items, our material things um, in a space that is considered home to us or where we feel grounded. And so during these past few weeks, it's been actually uh, three weeks since I have moved back to uh, Texas permanently and um, still in that temporary sort of living situation but in these past three weeks it's been a little mm, unstable unsure and so I've had to do a couple things to really help ground me and I want to provide this to anybody that whether you're going through transition now or you foresee you will be um, when we're in these seasons of uncertainty Let's put it that way. We need to have something that is certain in our life, right? We need to have something to clasp onto there in that sense. And for me, that has become, and luckily I already have this set in place, that has become my morning routine and my evening routine. And keeping those times sacred for me has been really important so my morning routine of course for me is a little more important than my evening routine um, and that it helps really set my day it really grounds me and makes me feel okay that even though the rest of my day might be uncertain and it might be fluctuating and changing on a daily basis I have this routine so set 
that it makes me feel like I am settled in a way, that I have these roots somehow, this foundation. And so my morning routine is based on this. I'll just share and everybody's is going to look very different. And I truly hope that you have one, um, not just for these times of chaos or transition, but I think it is beneficial even if you have a set schedule, which makes it even more uh, doable, right? Because if you have a set schedule, your morning routine can kind of just be um, fed into that. It can kind of be that bookmark, that beginning of your chapter, beginning of your day. So for me, it is, I get up, I take care of business in the bathroom, but I get a big glass of water, first of all. That is important for anybody from a health standpoint. We've been sleeping all night and we might be a little dehydrated. It also kind of gets things flowing in the morning. I might grab some, after that I might grab some tea, sometimes coffee, depending on if I'm drinking coffee at that period. Um, Other times I'll do hot water and lemon, um, again, to help with that kind of morning flushing detoxing it's great for the liver okay once I've done that I then settle in for my morning meditation and quiet time Um, I do hold a faith in God so I do spend some time meditating but also then leads to prayer typically and then leads to some Bible reading so that for me is really important Um, I also then, after that, after I've kind of focused my mind, I will go and do, I have a mini trampoline and I rebound usually from three to five minutes. Um, and right now because of my space, you're going to laugh, but luckily I live in Texas. I rebound outside, um, because I have a lack of space inside, which is kind of fun and get to be out in nature. Um, Shortly after that, I will, as long as I'm not teaching in the morning, I will go get my workout in, um, which has been so nice to have that be a part of a routine again. Um, it was a missing factor uh, when I was working kind of that nine to five job. It was hard to get that in before I actually went to work, which actually was more like an 830 to five job. Um, so Getting that workout in the evenings was a little more challenging because, you know, if you've been there, you understand the end of the day where we can get pretty tired and we make up excuses as to why not to do it. But having it done in the morning, I'll be honest, has been a huge lifesaver, especially these last three weeks. Makes me feel good about myself um, that I've accomplished something and I'm taking care of my body. And then after that, um, after I clean myself up, I get something healthy to eat. Um, whether it's uh, my one of my favorites, of course, is avocado toast. I'll sometimes do a protein smoothie. Um, a chia seed pudding is always uh, an option as well if I've made that ahead of time. But something healthy um, to eat for breakfast there. And then I go on with my day. So that's my morning routine. Um, I do take some vitamins in there as well um, uh, as part of my routine. And then in the evenings, um, I'll be honest, 
evening routine I'm not as um, consistent with. Um, but I do know that it is helpful in creating this rest that I need at night. So evening routine, I try to turn off all my electronics 45 minutes before I am deciding to go to bed. Um, and I also do not keep my phone beside my bed. Um, I have it charging far away um, when I had an apartment or house it was completely in another room um, so that helped prevent keeping that distraction away and also um, mitigating any kind of EMFs that might be emitting uh, from your phone um, what helps me get to bed is I like to do some reading before I go to bed um, I will do a little reading maybe a half hour if I get into it maybe a little longer and then I also do a gratitude journal um, so this is a journal a separate journal that I keep it's a little tiny notebook and I try to come up with 10 things that I was grateful for throughout the day and I will challenge you uh, I started with three and I worked up five and now I'm pushing to ten and there are, I'll be honest, some days I really struggle to think of 10 items and usually have to get down to the simplest things that I am grateful for, whether that's for, you know, the food that I ate today or the clothes on my back or just having a roof over my, over my head is sometimes where I get to. But there are bigger and other grateful things that come up throughout my day. Um, you know, like grateful for the compliment that I may have gotten about my teaching or grateful to see um, some familiar faces in my classes recently. So lots of different reasons to be grateful. And so I, I write those down. Um, it helps to write them down and not just think of them in my head. Um, and it gives me a little smile and a nice sense of calm actually before I go to bed because I feel a little more at peace about my day even though right now I am in this transition in this chaotic time so those are examples of my what has helped ground me during these transitional chaos in my life right now and we're all going to find ourselves in those places at some point in our lives and what I recommend is that you find those grounding things that are going to be consistent and help you feel um, like almost like something is normal in my day today. And what that normalcy is can be as simple as whatever your set morning routine is and or your set evening routine. And for me, that is how I have found the ability to navigate these stressful transitions for me right now without pulling my hair out, without crying and going crazy about the fact that um, nothing is the same, nothing is normal. I feel like I'm literally in limbo and maybe feeling like a wave being back and forth um, on the ocean so just not having that calmness so this is a way I feel 
and accomplish my calmness in my life. Uh, maybe you have another way that you find that stability, that foundation or calmness amidst the chaos, whatever that may be. Um, feel free to share that with me. I would love to hear what it is that you do that helps you maintain that that calmness or just finding that um, foundation, that stability during any kind of transition in your life. I would love to hear those because maybe that could help me as well in any future uh, transitions, which we all know there's, it's never over, right? It's always going to be something. We're going to go through seasons and periods of, oh, this, this season I'm very stable and it feels good and we're coasting along and then bloop, we got something that's going to kind of change our trajectory and we're going to be facing a different direction. We're going to be changing our careers maybe. Whatever it is that comes upon us, um, we want to be ready for those and we want to face them with grace, confidence, and peace. And so how we do that is finding that grounding in maybe, maybe a routine. Maybe you find it in your faith. Maybe you have something else that helps to ground you. Please share those with me. You can even message me through my Instagram at Thriving in Midlife. Uh, feel free to give me um, a review as well on this podcast or even leave your comments as well through maybe the iPod um, app. And folks, for next week's episode, I will be sharing, and I hope you will listen, on pelvic health. Oh, yes, um, a topic that we don't want to talk about, but we need to talk about. And it's going to be more than you think. So stay tuned for next week, and I do promise to put that out on my regular today, Tuesday, um, and I hope that you've enjoyed this episode and stay calm and find that grounding foundational thing for you in this chaotic transition of your life. I want to thank you so much for listening to my podcast today. And I hope that if you are not a current subscriber, that you will subscribe as you can find me anywhere on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Overcast, and I'm also on Instagram under Thriving in Midlife, all one word. So please share this with your friends. Leave a review or any comments. And don't forget to rise above and thrive.